0: Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hello and thanks again for joining us for another episode of See the World Differently with Oceanscape Yachts. Uh, Today's guest is all the way over from England by way of Canada. Uh, Kurt Fraser is the commercial director of one of our very first yacht partners, West Nautical. He's had a very um, interesting career in the super yacht industry. He's got lots of experience. He has a lot of travel experience from his life before entering yachting. Um, And we had a great time just sitting down and chatting about some of our favorite destinations and the way the market is changing a little bit and what he foresees coming up. So come on, join us. Uh, We're really excited you're here and we hope you enjoy this little chat. Hi, Kurt. Thanks so much for joining us on this edition of the podcast. See the world differently. Thank you. Um, Kurt, I'll do a little intro on you, but I would love for you to share a bit more about yourself with everyone. Uh, You and I met, I was trying to think about this the other day, and I don't want to date us too much, so a few years ago um, in Montenegro when you were with uh, Camper Nicholson's. So I just thought it would be great. Uh, You're at West Nautical now, one of our valued yacht partners. If you could just give a little bit of background on yourself and how you got to where you are now.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, I've been involved in the super yacht industry for uh, I guess, uh, in one form or another for about the past 10 years. Before that, I spent several years as as a sales and marketing director, bringing um, a lot of luxury resort master plans and properties to the market. Um, that that included several branded private residences, places like the Four Seasons and Mauritius was, was my project, the Four Seasons in Seychelles. Um, I developed the residential plan for PGA Catalonia in Spain and then did a number of other sort of golf, ski, and beach resorts, sort of from Hawaii to the Middle East and pretty much everywhere in between, really. Um, but it was when I was appointed um, director to launch the Superyacht Marina um, Commercial Village and the properties for Porto Montenegro um, around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, that I that I really became actively involved in in the superyacht sector.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I didn't realize you had the. Um all that background in the really far-flung areas. How did you even get into that in the first place? Did you take travel and tourism or something, and then you know you found yeah, a job where you do? Well,
1: originally, um, originally I was a strategy director for one of Western Canada's largest creative agencies, and um, and and that agency had a specialty in um, in property. Uh, marketing and um i was a hobbyist photographer at the time loved to travel um with with my um, my then fiance now wife and um all around the world and i and i thought wow wouldn't it be amazing if i could combine my love of travel with photography and the agency work so i i, I switched jobs and i went to work with a company called playground um and they were owned by the the property sales and marketing arm of IntraWest that owns Whistler, Black Home, Mont-Tremblant, um, Les Arc, and a number of other sort of global um, golf ski resorts. Um, so I was marketing, bringing their properties to market in, in different resort situations. Um, and... and you know after doing several of those projects that was sort of my transition from agency to luxury resort property and then porto montenegro was the first that was um, very much yachting focused um because you know there our strategy for that development um, which i think worked beautifully was to present the real estate proposition to yacht owners so the development was a marina first and foremost. Um, so I was working a lot with the major yacht brokerage companies to promote Montenegro as a destination, and, and it sort of went from there. And then following Porto Montenegro, Camper Nicholson's um, um, liked that combination of yachting and um, and property experience, shore, shoreside property experience. So I was the sales and marketing director for Camper Nicholson's marinas, promoting their, their, their super yacht destinations um, and marinas for about five years. Um, which then led to Camper Nicholson's International as their, their global director of marketing for the, the super yacht fleet, really.
0: Yeah, and now commercial director at West Nautical. It's all stepping stones and it all is kind of connected. Like we were saying, you know, how it's changed as well. It's not just this insular um area anymore you know it's, it's not just you're a yachter and that's all you do like you're on your boat you don't need any other resources like you're saying with Montenegro it's now trying to tie everything in the one-stop shop and you've got houses there if you need them and villas and everything's kind of interconnected do you see other things like that changing over the years that you've had in the industry
1: um, oh my goodness! I mean, there's been so much change, um, and I, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I think a relative newbie compared to many others in the sector, to, to be honest, that have, um, you know, have been involved, um, really for a lifetime, um, especially on the brokerage side of the business and, mm. and whatnot. I mean, guys that have been in for sort of 20, 20 30, 40 years, um. You know, for me, coming into it around the time of the financial crisis and you know that enormous slowdown that we experienced was the most significant sort of change that I witnessed. You know, we've seen um, shifts in global wealth and spending between, you know, Middle Eastern clients and Russian and European and American. And it's sort of been several waves of different nationalities or regions becoming active. And with those become come specific interests um, you know, um, we, when I was doing, um, a uh, four seasons, um, developments and we were catering to middle Eastern clients, you know, it was, they insisted that there be casinos and things. And, you know, then that, that sort of market drops away and then it becomes, uh, um, about, about, uh, beach clubs and a different type of experience. So it's, it's been very interesting to see how the global wealth, um, has influenced developments and projects and indeed yachting. Um, and um, you know where we've gone to today. Yeah, and I guess that's sorry been to, to the luxury property investment activity. Um, you know, considering that to be part of my background as well.
0: Yeah, and that's I guess to the shift we're seeing in that whole experiential travel, and you know, people don't just want to go do that milk run of like the Caribbean and then the Med in the summer, and they're looking for those new destinations and something that hasn't really been done before, probably more than ever, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 For sure. yeah Yeah.
0: and uh just speaking of that like how things are changing and how different people are entering the industry uh how are you guys trying to get because west and we've always really enjoyed how they've thought kind of outside of the box like you're saying with big brokerage houses that have been around for decades if it's not broke why fix it kind of thing and I feel like you guys are really shifting towards that change as well, where you're offering that experiential travel and it's not just like a brochure that you hand over anymore. It's You want to really give the feel of what that holiday is going to be like when you book a super yacht charter. Um, do you see more of that happening in the future for you guys? Like, What are your next goals to help highlight that change and shift and how we need to market to them?
1: Yeah, um, well, um, I think probably the biggest distinction between West Nautical and, and the more traditional um, yacht brokerage firms is you know, we're, we're, we're really a professional services firm um, that um, is intentionally boutique. Um, and you know we come from um, a background of yacht management and and providing technical advice and new builds, um, regulatory information and that and all of those things that you know really excite our managing director Jeff, but I'm not good at at all. On <laughs> yeah. um, the pictures you know sort of God, you know the, but the, you know the experience and the team the, the company was born out of out of um out of their roles at sea um so right from the outset you know i see a real distinction in in you know who west nautical is compared to the traditional firms um you know and also many many of the the traditional yacht brokerage firms and knowing this firsthand being at one of the biggest for the last three years you know representing fleets of hundreds of yachts um um at dozens or hundreds and you know to you know that they end up having to promote those yachts under a corporate umbrella um, and they, they certainly don't have the time and the resources to um, to focus on yacht specific storytelling and um, Owner services at a really deep level because they're just spread too thin Their fleets are growing the resources are under more pressure and, and I think yacht owners um, and and clients are expecting you know, really, really personal, um, hands-on services. So we're we're designing ourselves specifically to say stay small, represent limited numbers of yachts in our individual fleets, so that we can provide really, you know, super serve our clients.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, like you say, it's intentional and it's done for a reason. And some people maybe a decade ago would have thought no bigger's better you know why are we stopping or just like the yacht sizes too right they're getting bigger and bigger and you kind of forget that at that smaller end and smaller still being 100 150 foot they still have great charter capabilities and you know they can get into all these places that the bigger yachts can't so it's that same shift of bigger isn't necessarily better we need to be smart about what we're marketing and how we're marketing it
1: yeah, for sure. I mean we're we're focusing on a on a yacht storytelling approach or a story selling approach really that, mm-hmm. you know, looks at how we can and engage yacht shoppers and corresponding brokers because we know we. Although we're not a traditional yacht brokerage firm ourselves, we still are actively involved with with all of the firms um, on a day to on a day to day basis. We're just different. We love them and work closely with them, but we're different. Um, you know, but our aim and our and our motivation is to just to, to really create richer, deeper stories about the precise value of every yacht we represent. You know, to unearth really compelling stories. And produce, uh, you know, we're g- going marketing here, but let's call it sort of a drumbeat of lasting impressions um, that lead to an awareness of the yacht on the market in sort of a sustained, continual way. And and uh, you know, I've found that most. Uh, yacht marketing is sort of peak and valley, and the owners aren't getting the coverage that they need, and and these beautiful, remarkable um, yachts, the incredible captains and crews that make them so special, um, you know, and and the services that they provide, you know, we want to tell you know all of those stories at deep, deep levels, so that you know um, charter guests and and whatnot can um, can. Um, can come to us for the best advice, really. Yeah. So for us, it gets it's it's about getting to the heart of what makes the yacht special, telling those great stories, um, and really going into depth.
0: Mm. And that's so important, too, like we're saying, if we're trying to get some new people into the industry. And there are a lot of people who, you know, we have found through this educational process, too, that either didn't know that they could do it. They just didn't even know how they would Google it. I mean, you can't just Google, like, Airbnb, you can't say you know, yachts available tonight, you're going to get a whole bunch of different information. Um, And then also that they can afford it. It's not as out of reach i think as a lot of people think and by telling those stories you really get a feel for it and think okay so you know so it's people like me chartering and this is the background of the crew and this is what you can really get you can get so much more out of that holiday than you could if you just go to a resort for a week say or something like that
1: yeah for sure and the other thing is you know we're not we're not sizist in that we you know we we are very very happy to represent um uh, a yacht for day charters in ibiza or the south of france that's um, you know, it's a twenty twenty two meter vessel. Um, you know, as much as we are representing, you know um, the biggest yacht that we have in our fleet is seventy two meters. So um, you know we we really do um, have something for everybody. and yacht charter and yachting is is and can be very accessible. Mm. And I think that the the you know the way in which our existing clients and potential clients are, searching and finding information has completely changed in recent years the internet and new websites that are out now to to promote various yachts and and, and the experience is completely changed um so you know we we are um free from the burden of tradition and structure that many of the larger houses just have to deal with um so we can be completely adaptable mm-hmm. and flexible to to um to those changes so you know we're we're, we're really trying to become a, um, a next generation business so that we can um we can we can stay really on top of the technology and um and use of the internet and um and uh, and be innovative
0: yeah and you guys i think right from the get-go West Nautical has been amazing on social media and i think that's where so many people find different information nowadays. I mean, we get people all the time coming to us on Instagram and Instagram when it first came out was like, Oh, what do I want to look at pictures all day for? But it's actually becoming this huge networking tool. And I think it's great. Yeah. That you guys make such use out of it because it is probably one of the most used vehicles now, like all social media for when you want to find out facts and it's the quickest thing too, right? You can get a good review. You can get a bad review. You can get pictures of people who've been there. And I think it's just so valuable to people to start there, I guess, when they're when they're coming yeah. into the industry. Yeah. And do you find, um, with the day charters, do you find you have quite a bit of interest? I know you're just at West Nautical in the past few months now, but have you seen a lot of that come out? I know on this side of the globe, you know, Florida obviously has quite a bit, um, and down by the Caribbean in there, but I assume in the med, it's also very accessible and people book them out for work or... Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We do. We do get requests for long weekends and day charters and things like that. Again, you know, we, we're designed to be flexible to our clients needs. So we don't have policies to say, well, we won't do anything if if it's less than a week, or we won't do anything if it's less than 30 meters, Um, um, or things like that. So, you know, we're, we're uh, we're lean and mean and flexible and able to to help a client if they want um, you know a weekend experience in Saint Tropez or in Ibiza or wherever it may be and um, and we're very very happy to do that. Um, back to your point on social media, I mean we yeah I completely agree it's a great vehicle and one thing that we um, are have really recognized and what we've heard is that. You know, we we try and be very open and honest um, in in what we're communicating on social media. It's not just about you know sexy shots of yachts mm-hmm. um, and glamorous destinations. You know, we're we we are historically in West Nautical at very much the business end of of yachting with new builds and shipyards and refit and dealing with regulatory issues and um, and um, working hand in hand with captains and 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 um, bespoke captain and crew training programs, the things that are unique in the sector. So we, um, will continue to use social media, not only to promote, you know, wonderful yachts and destinations and experiences, but also really highlight that we, um, we're an open book and we want to show, um, what we're doing from a professional services perspective day to day, which I think is different than a lot of the other, the other firms who tend to focus on, um, appealing to, you know, clients' emotive side of things and their, their, their you know, emo- emotional needs where, where you know, West Nautical, I think, has recognized that really where we're different is we're providing, um, we're, we're catering to our the rational needs and the practical business needs of many of our clients. Yeah. So we, we're showcasing that a lot.
0: And you're also providing that sort of voyeuristic thing that people love about social media is that peek behind the curtains. It's not yes. that everything's glossy and perfect on the outside. You want to see, you know, bones and all. And I think that's something that really appeals to people right now.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. I,
0: yeah. And with uh, your global travels, how could you narrow down uh, any favorite spots that you'd recommend, whether it be on a yacht or further afield than a villa like anywhere we're always getting requests about places people should go and something maybe they haven't heard of or it can be even your favorite place in Italy that you always go back to do you have a recommendation for our listeners
1: Oh, uh, well, my 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 favorite spot in the entire world is at the edge of an infinity pool um in EL on Santorini as that's just my personal Yeah,
0: that's your <laughs> uh, go to. But happy uh, place,
1: yeah, but um yeah, but um and you know it's great to see that we're getting a lot of charter interest in in Greece and we have yachts there, beautiful yachts in um available for charter in Greece if anybody's interested. Yeah. And um you know but but if I think I think it's natural that we're gonna see more and more yachts break away from the traditional sort of western West Med and Caribbean locations. We it's interesting in sort of ten years ago with the Eastern Med and and Port of Montenegro, we literally had to fly brokers out on private jets to get them to come and see the marine in really? development. And, developments. and yeah. even then they would say, Well, you know, build it and maybe, you know, we'll get people to the Eastern Med, but nobody wants to go to the Eastern Med. They they, they just wanna be in the West. Of course, 10 years later, Eastern Med and Croatia and Montenegro is phenomenally popular, so yeah. we're seeing that shift. In <laughs> yeah, and and now, um, at the moment, we're seeing you know, fairly still low numbers of yachts in the Seychelles and Maldives and Southeast Asia, and I think it's just only natural that, that those are going to become more popular, um, especially with the you know the technical capabilities of, of, um, of the yachts and their ability um, um to, uh, you know, to, to travel to those destinations, less and less of an issue. Um, also, I would love to see, um, you know, I, I personally would love to spend some time in New Zealand. Um, and um, uh, I think that's a wonderful destination. Um, and and the, the other thing I think that is very, very exciting in the sector is that we're seeing so many new Explorer yachts um, that are giving, um, yacht guests and an opportunity to experience the Arctic and the Galapagos and, and really further afield um, locations. So, um, I, I, just think that's just, that's going to continue. Um, yes. but, uh, but I, I, I think probably mostly, um, east to Seychelles, Maldives and Southeast Asia, um, is, is where the, um, where it's going to be very interesting. I personally had not spent much time, um, in Southeast Asia and, um, and, and that's, that's definitely on my list.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can say even from, I think I was in Indonesia in 2014 or something on, uh, Baru, one of the yachts that we also have. And, uh, it was, you know, there were definitely some bigger super yachts there to charter and stuff, but it still wasn't that, common that people get there i mean it's a it's a few flights depending on where you're coming from in the world so it's not a quick in and out but even now within the last five years i mean we have a whole bunch of other yachts now from indonesia and there's a whole um it's just changed so much i mean i can't even believe how many companies have come out of it and then how much has built been built up in the different areas and not necessarily in a bad way i mean with growth sometimes you lose that cultural side of things but uh just areas like that like you're saying the world's getting smaller and everything's so much more accessible now than it used to be
1: yeah and you're getting you're getting a lot more infrastructure uh, yachting infrastructure there with new marina developments and things as well yeah uh, the support so, uh, so that, that's that's helping also
0: yeah well Kurt I thank you so much for your time uh like we were saying that's Nautical you're really active on there so everyone knows where to follow you guys and you're always on our information as well so we'll be sure to follow up with you guys and as we more yachts and uh we'll get them on the website and we hope that some of you guys want to book a trip with them and get over to the med and see europe for yourself so thanks again Kirk.
1: thank you my pleasure
0: thanks for tuning in to see the world differently until next time keep daydreaming